Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thank you for stopping by. Let's talk about stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all grow together. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Let It Grow, and thank you for stopping in. We've got a lot of stuff going on yet again in the market. Uh, we've got week seven poll results for the investing challenge. We are closing those out, and we've also got uh, week eight coming in. We've got to talk about that, what's going on there. Uh, probably going to talk about a little bit of the stuff going on with me, but uh you know, big weekend. We've got the uh, the Super Bowl. I got a little bit of a uh, snowstorm coming in on Sunday, so it's going to be a busy uh, few days for me. And then, of course, uh, Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day as you guys are listening to this on uh, Monday. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, well, first off, um, you know, like I said, we've got a snowstorm coming in, and I've got uh, my skid loader up at the the local shopping center and. They're going through a bit of a uh, remodel and I've never had issues there, but my skid loader has been broken into now a few times and uh, had to go out and buy a uh, security camera to put in the cab. I locked the cab again, got a security code on the machine, got GPS on the machine. It's just a shame that no one can leave anything alone while we're just trying to get out there and make some money to... Uh, Further, our investing, that's uh, ultimately what I'm looking to do when this money comes in. It's uh, a lot of it goes to uh, investing and, and getting that uh, financial freedom. So in a few years, hopefully I don't have to go and chase these snowstorms. But uh, with that being said, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about uh, the earnings reports, a lot of a lot of earnings driven uh, movements, both uh, this week and in weeks past, you know, we saw end phase go up uh, 20% after hours. We saw Disney go up 13 to 14% after hours. Uh, we've also seen, you know, companies like Facebook and PayPal go down 25 or 30%. Uh, and, uh, like I said, it wasn't the biggest of moves up or down. We even saw Robinhood have bad results, but they were um, better than anticipated and the stock rallied 40%. Which I mean, I, I know Robinhood's got more cash on hand than almost what they're worth at this point, um, which is kind of crazy in a, of itself. But uh, that that's what's going on out there. So I wanted to cover a bit of um, things that we can do and things that we shouldn't be really too focused on when uh, when we see those earnings numbers. And uh, like I said, I know it's kind of kind of confusing. Uh, I've also made the point to not chase a stock when it's running. When you see uh, end phase go up 20%, that's probably not the time you want to buy it. You want to let it cool off. Uh, I've also said that you know you don't want to necessarily just run to, to buy a Facebook or a PayPal at 25 or 30% down. You want to dissect those numbers and see what's going on. So either way, either side of the scenario, I'm often for letting it cool down. I don't really like to buy so much before the uh, the earnings. I know I did with Amazon. Uh, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of a, a contradictory in that sense. Uh, but that was based on the numbers. That was based on a lot of the sentiment and the fact that other companies were having a good quarter. Uh, and I, I thought Amazon would kind of follow suit. 
I know that uh, since then I have bought PayPal. And like I said, the earnings weren't bad. They got punished more than I thought. And then with the uh, the Amazon deal coming up to where you're going to be able to use your Venmo uh, on the platform, I thought that was a great thing. So there's, you know, hopefully we can get past that uh, eBay problem for PayPal. We can also have uh, Amazon, uh, you know, maybe get some more sales off of the fact that Venmo is out there uh, making a deal with them. And maybe, you know, there's some diehard Venmo users that might want to, uh, use their money on Venmo on the platform to then, you know, do their shopping rather than go into a store. I, I don't know. That might be might be a stretch there to see that kind of roll over. But I, I do think there might be some sort of uh, synergy between the two that could ultimately help, you know, hopefully PayPal more than Amazon. That's kind of how I see it playing out. But uh, so I don't I don't really tend to buy based on strictly on the earnings. Uh, I like to do a uh, analysis of where I think the company is going, look at the growth and uh, understand that some of that, those movements are, are really just noise. And we kind of saw that this week also, where everyone knew that inflation was going to come in hot. And, you know, we had it at 7.3% expected and it came in at 7. 7.5%, which, you know, I, I think if it came in at 7.1%, it's still still a very high number year over year for you know things to go up 7.3% on that uh, consumer price index. So all the goods that we buy as consumers have gone up that much in a year. Um, so now the, the previous day, I think it was uh, Tuesday, we had a, a good rally. We've been doing pretty well, the, a lot of green in the markets. And then when those numbers came in, we sold off. Uh, we sold off pretty much where we were the day before. I was still in the green with some of those Disney numbers, and uh, I forget what else was was holding me up. I think it was Enphase. Uh, we had both of those that were were holding the uh, my portfolio up. Now I know overall the market came back down from where we were. So, um, but that little bit of news that 0.2 percent had a uh, a two percent correction in the Nasdaq. People think that the uh, the consumer discretionary type funds uh, or those types of plays are going to get hit. Things are more expensive. People aren't going to have the money. So consumer discretionary sells off. Um, meaning that anything that, uh, you know, is kind of a luxury item is going to be a harder sell right now. Um, and then we see a lot of people talking that uh, your names that you want to be in for an inflationary period are going to be your your commodities, your staples, uh, to where your you know people have to have these items. You know whether it's uh, uh, medicines or oil or uh, you know everyday household items, food, things like that are going to be your necessities. Those things are going to be able to hold up, and we're going to be able to see that pricing power from these companies uh, down the path to to the consumer. So we were talking about Tyson Foods. You know, Tyson Foods had a good quarter. They were able to pass these numbers down. And ultimately, the, the consumers were paying more for the product because, you know, they wanted their chicken or their turkey or whatever they're ordering from these different companies. Um, now, we also saw Chipotle have a really good quarter. And, you know, that was one of the ones that was going to be on the uh, the week seven challenge here. Uh, it doesn't look like they're going to win, but uh, I'll, I'll wait until the end of the episode to, to give away what's going on there. Uh, but we saw where those companies uh, that can really uh, 
tie up their customers and have them pay the prices that they need to charge in order to turn a profit are really going to be the ones that outshine and they're going to do better than some other names, or at least that's the general sentiment in investors' minds. That's where people are flocking to right now in droves is that's, you know, go to all the safe stocks, go to the financials, go to energy because people have to have it versus, you know, um, some of the the new, like, you know, the, the DraftKings or, or Neo. There's a lot of different other pressures to bring those companies down. And a lot of the ones that are commodities are going to be brought up. Um, I've said before that I'm in the in both camps. I'm definitely in some value and some dividend names. Uh, I'm also trying to get into growth names. And for me, uh, when these companies are at a good valuation, that's the time to buy. I'm not so concerned about the short-term inflation news. Yes, it is, you know, need to know news. However, if if you're looking at a stock and it's at that price point where you think it's just too cheap to ignore, uh, for me, it's going to be a buy. And uh, there's a lot of those names where not just because it's too cheap, but because I believe in the growth outlook and the numbers and everything else that I've really put my time into to figure out these names. Um, so I'm not saying everything just because it's cheap is a buy. That's that's not the point. Um, but when these stocks come down to that valuation where I really wanted to buy them, when I set those alerts and when I you know did my all my analysis that this is a good price, that's it's kind of a point right now where I have time on my side. I know that this inflation is going to get corrected. Um, ultimately, yes, the rates are probably going to go up. We don't we don't know how many times, whether it's three, four, five, six, or seven. What they've talked about, uh, we know they're going to go up. Uh, and some of these inflation numbers are showing that they're going to go up sooner. And I mean, that's what we're thinking the Fed's going to do. And possibly they're going to go up more frequently than what. Uh, some of the low estimates were because the inflation numbers are still high, which still puts us looking at financials and energy and all those same names because those tend to do better in this type of uh, uh, environment. So, um, but if you're long term like I am and you got some some years ahead of you, there there's no reason to ignore these different growth names while they're on sale. That's uh, ultimately how we're going to do the. I think how we're going to do the best long term is by buying some of the best names at the cheapest prices. And a lot of those numbers are out here now. Uh, and like I said, all the, the big cap uh, companies have reported at this point. We saw Amazon, you know, rally up. And we've also seen, you know, Facebook go way down. We also saw Tesla have pretty good numbers and kind of trade sideways. So my point is the earnings doesn't necessarily tell you which way it's going to go. Oftentimes, it's uh, it's another tool in the toolbox to know where you want to be on a name, but it doesn't often or always mean that uh, the stock's going to trade in, uh, in accordance with the earnings. So kind of take that as a, a piece of news, understand what's going on, but ultimately you got to do the homework to know where you want to buy it. Because uh, you know if you bought Enphase when it was up 20%, uh, I, I hate to tell you, it's still it's back down to about eight or nine percent up now. So if you would have bought on that twenty percent, you're probably kicking yourself because now you're down ten percent. Uh, versus you know buying Nvidia when we saw that big dip. Sure, we bought it when uh, on week one in the investing challenge, and it uh, it was above three hundred, and now it's been cut down by twenty thirty percent. So now I'm I'm 
like I said, I, I got back in that name in my brokerage around the 225 mark. And I'm going to take a look here just to see how we're doing. Um, and today we are, eh, we're up more than, I guess I'm up about half a percent from the start of the day. And, you know, we were trading a little bit in the red earlier, but when I go down to NVIDIA, uh, we are at 253, so I'm still about 10% up on this name. Yesterday I was up, or maybe two days ago, I was up about 13, 14%. So my, my point is, if you see a stock that gets too cheap for where you think this one's going, uh, and we've talked about the uh, the different things that they're doing in AI and uh, crypto and autonomous and, and everything else that they're in, whether it's uh, you know all the gaming stuff that they've got and all the different chips that they have, uh, for me, it was still too cheap. I mean, right now I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see where this one goes. I would certainly like to add to this name, but uh, I don't want to be buying on, on strictly on green days, because as I said, these are going to go up. And in this market right now, we're going to come right back down. We're going to retest some of these numbers up and uh, up and down. And uh, I, I think we are kind of out of the woods on that NASDAQ breaking that 13 two number. Um, you know, we've, we've had the talks of the inf inflation going up. We know that the, uh, the numbers on the, uh, the interest rates are going, going to be going up. And I think a lot of that fear is baked in at this point. So I think we did do a pretty good call on that, um, to where I think that the NASDAQ is getting back to a, a place where it is, uh, investable and we could probably start nibbling at the QQQ a little bit more. Um, or just individual names in it. I, I think a lot of these have been beat down to where they're going to go. And, uh, you know, we've got Apple at 172. It really hasn't been too heavily hit. Uh, we had, you know, Microsoft earnings did pretty well, and it's it's kind of leveled off. Uh, Facebook, it's, you know, it went down to like that 219. I had an alert down there, and now we're, um, let's check where Facebook is. Facebook is 225. So I, I think we're kind of getting to that point where some of these uh, these problems are baked in. Um, and ultimately, I, I don't know that it's going to get beat down too much more. I mean, Facebook's at a 16 and a half PE right now. So ultimately, I think we can kind of start getting back into these uh, in a small amount, still keep some cash on the sidelines. We could retest that number on the NASDAQ. We could go through it. Um, but I think a lot of these earnings are going to kind of hold us in place um, to where you're going to get that movement right after earnings. You're going to get that volatility. But then again, it's going to it's going to settle down and we're going to uh, hopefully find a base and then we're going to find some buyers. Uh, I think most of the selling is over, is my point. And uh, when the sellers leave, we uh, we're going to trade sideways and then you know we're going to hopefully find some more buyers as some of the earnings come out. We're going to take back off. Uh, you know, it might be slow. It might be a small staircase uh, back up to where we were, but uh, hopefully we can keep putting together these good earnings numbers with some other good news in the market, or just let some of the other news bake in some of the, like I said, the interest rates, the the supply chain, the wages, the, you know, pick a problem. Hopefully we can work through it. But uh, that's what I got for you guys on that. I just wanted to kind of clarify that I'm not simply buying before or after earnings. I really just want to uh, have the market settle down and then kind of ease my way back into some of these names. So we're not getting burned. Uh, I'm not saying go all in on anything, but uh, I, I do think a lot of the fear is already baked in and we're going to start seeing uh, these numbers come back up to where we were. Uh, maybe not immediately, 
maybe not overnight, but uh, like I said, long term, hopefully we can uh, go ahead and get back to uh, a place of uh, a higher market and uh, ultimately be making some better money on these. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and I will be right back. All right, guys, we are back here. So uh, we've been uh, investing now for about uh, about seven weeks. This is uh, going to be the, the start of week eight. We've been putting that $200 into our Webull portfolio that allows for uh, fractional trades. Uh, right now, we are down about 5.9% as I'm recording this. Um, so we've got, uh, what do we got? We got Walgreens up. We got Shopify down. Uh, Microsoft Visa are up about 5%. Ford and NVIDIA are down. Um, like I said, we're down right around 5%, down about $71. And, uh, you know, I guess the total account is a little over 1600 So we're looking to get this one to, what's it going to be? 52 times 200, about 10.4. And that's what we're looking to put in for the year. Uh, so we've got a long way to go. We're, uh, we're ultimately trying to see if we can't outpace the, uh, the S&P and some of the other indexes. We're, we're trying to see if we can't get there. And, um, you know, I, I definitely think we can. I definitely think, you know, a little bit of a rocky start, um, especially starting with NVIDIA and Ford. They were our two uh, first picks and they are down the most. Um, I think we bought both of them right as, uh, the market was starting to fall and they've, uh, they've certainly been, been hurting the overall portfolio. Um, so we, we've kind of got a bit of an option here as to what we're going to do for week eight, but we're going to get into that, uh, right after we go over the week seven, uh, picks. And, uh, just for a recap, we had, uh, McDonald's, Chipotle, we had Starbucks, Domino's and Pepsi. Um, we had Pepsi actually come out this week and uh, raise their dividend another 7.7%. And I often say that that is a sign that they are comfortable with the amount of money they, they have coming in. Um, you know, they could have just raised, uh, you know, a percent or two just to say that they raised it. But uh, 7% on a commodity stock like Pepsi is, is pretty, uh, pretty decent as far as what I'm concerned. Uh, it's, you know, keeping up with the inflation. Uh, granted, you know, it, it could have been double digits, but, um, yeah, I like the fact that they raised seven. I think 3M came out this week with like half of a percent raise, which was pretty much nothing. It was enough to say that they raised their dividend, but not enough to have your money, uh, not lose towards that value of the, uh, inflation rate right now. Uh, we also had Chipotle come out and, uh, this could have been one that we could have just gone ahead and added last week. Uh, I know we've been loosely watching it or i've been loosely watching it and uh, we had some decent results on their earnings and uh if i go ahead and look at the five day they had a a big pop on the eighth or probably pre-market on the ninth who's looking like they reported then so they were at about 1450 ish and now they are at 1578 so they moved up uh very nicely over the last couple days uh we did miss that uh, the PE is still high, but uh, they had their digital sales drive about 41% of their growth, I believe, or something like that. Some of it was right around that 40% number that their sales were coming in through digital. So definitely a big change in their business model. And they're, they're certainly having a lot more people use their 
stores as uh, either DoorDash or uh, Uber Eats, and people are just coming in to pick up their food and leave. Um, so they might not all be set up for drive-through, but that is definitely a model that is working well for them to have people just stop in, pick up, and, and get back out of the store. Um, but uh, overall, you know, all that being said, uh, McDonald's is the one that you guys wanted this week. So we will be adding uh, $200 to the Webull portfolio of McDonald's uh, on Monday, on Valentine's Day, or as you're listening to this, it would be today. Um, but that being said, you know, uh, McDonald's is definitely a good solid growth stock. You know, they've, they've got a lot of different stuff or not really so much growth anymore, but a good solid stock that is going to, uh, continue to develop their, their, their menu, their restaurants and, and keep up with times. They've shown that, uh, throughout the years. And, uh, this one is going to be paying about a 2.1% dividend, they do have that 11% of upside in a PE ratio currently, or at least when I wrote this down, was about 26. Uh, I'll just double check and, and make sure we're still on track with those those numbers. Yeah, 25.6, so about the same. Uh, current stock price of 257. So we won't be able to buy a full share with our $200 that we're putting in. But um, ultimately, that's what the uh, the fractional shares on Webull is good for. So if you need a link to get started on Webull, you're interested in buying some of these shares uh, or some of these different stocks, but you don't have the the 257 or like when we were buying, um, you know, Microsoft or Shopify or some of these other high dollar uh, names, you can go on there and buy how much you, you have. Uh, so if you want to get started, use my link in the description and you will get... Uh, I forget what they're giving away right now. I think it's three free stocks until, and maybe that promotion might've ended. I'll have to check on that. But you do get some free stocks when you sign up and deposit a couple dollars into your account and it's uh, randomly selected. So you'll get those shares uh, on your uh, your Webull profile. You'll just have to go ahead and claim the offer, but uh, it is free. There's no strings attached. I've, I've done it uh, a couple of years ago when I started my Webull account and I know others that have done it and it's, it's very simple and, uh, easy to get started. So if you need to get going, uh, Webull's got that, uh, that link there for you in the description. And also let's go ahead and get into the week eight picks. Um, so I said, this one's going to be a little bit different and it's going to be different in a couple ways here. There are some new picks, but we're actually going to recruit uh, two old winners. We're going to dollar cost average down on these. And one that I think might be of interest now that the prices come in. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started. It's going to be a little bit of a mix up. And uh, I really want to see where you guys are uh, when we're looking at these names. So uh, number one for a, uh, a crypto change up, we're going to do Bitcoin, BTC. Uh, number two, another crypto, we're going to do Ethereum. ETH. And then number three, I'm going to pick one that did not make it into the week three uh, stock pick. Uh, that week we had Visa win, but we are going to look at PayPal this week. They have been beat down. We've talked about them a good bit. We've talked about uh, their tie-in with Amazon coming later this year that hasn't been announced. It's, it's pretty under the radar. You really got to do some digging to find that one. We found it here. Uh, I like the pick. I like the price. Uh, but that being said, I like the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum. They found that bottom, and I think we're going to rally back up here. And I do think that uh, some of the different news coming out of Ethereum and some of the different uh, people adopting Bitcoin, 
uh, I definitely think we can still see some some rise in prices there. Um, so that being said, number four, we're we're going back to week two. The week two winner was Ford. Um, and like I said, this one I would like to average down. Uh, it's one of the ones that I I think that if you were interested in it at twenty four twenty five dollars. Uh, now that we are at, uh, what are we at? 1811 as I'm recording this, uh, I think we could certainly take advantage of this 23% decline that we have and add on some Ford stock. And, uh, right now that, uh, that original $200 that we put in is only worth 153. Um, so if you're still long Ford, I know they had some plant closures. I know there's some different problems. Uh, I've also heard that the chips are going to be released uh, in the near future, I've heard a lot of talk about uh, people getting their, their vehicles delivered. And I did forget to mention, I meant to bring this up a couple episodes back. Uh, I did go to the auto show. Uh, I did get a chance to look at the Lightning. It was pretty neat. Uh, some of the different tech, obviously, from the F-150, uh, you'll find in the Lightning. And uh, But now there's, you know, obviously, this is the, the new EV offering, the first real, first to market truck that is going to be out there in the EV space. And it's already a number one uh, seller in the U.S. So I think this one could do really well. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, you, you've also got, I don't know the PE on that guy, but uh, you, you are getting a dividend on that as well, which is, is certainly helpful. But let's uh, let's just recap forward real quick. We've got a 2.21% dividend, PE of 4.08, uh, which is remarkably low. And uh, the beta is 1.3, so it's a little bit riskier than others, uh, according to that beta metric. And uh, I could do a deeper dive on it with the RSI and momentum and all that fun stuff. But you guys can certainly go on there, take a look, and see what you're finding. Um, and uh, it goes ex-dividend last month. So we do get uh, some, some dividend coming back to the Webull portfolio on March 1st. That's when they're going to be paying that dividend. Uh, and we did buy before the ex-dividend date, so we will be getting... Um, that, uh, that dividend income, but then going on to number five, we have, uh, the week one winner, which has actually been a loser for us thus far, but, uh, that's just in the Weeble portfolio. I told you guys, I bought it in my brokerage, uh, and that pick is NVIDIA. So NVDA, um, now this one, like I said, it's at the forefront of a lot of different things. Uh, in the chip space with uh, autonomous AI, crypto, um, all the different mining computers, all the different things that are going on in the chip space. They've got some of the best products out there. Uh, not much of a dividend at 0.06%. So you get four cents a quarter. Um, and the PE is a good bit higher on this at 79 times. But uh, and the beta is also a 2.5. So more risky than Ford. And um but we have had quite a decline, a decline here from 346 on the 22nd of November to a low right now at uh, 248 as uh, we're recording this on the 11th. So those are going to be the five this week. We've got Bitcoin, we've got Ethereum, and then we've got the three big losers that I think could certainly turn things around uh, in the names of number three, PayPal. Number four is Ford Motor. And number five is going to be NVIDIA. So if there is one of those that you want to vote on uh, or you want to see us add to the Webull portfolio, go ahead and go over to the Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook and uh, get your vote in on the pinned comment. 
And I would certainly appreciate any uh, likes, shares, or inviting anyone to the group to get their votes in as well. Uh, definitely want to keep seeing these numbers go up on the uh, the groups and the interactions with the poll, uh, as well as the uh, the podcast. The podcast has uh, definitely been doing good. Thank you guys for all the shares. But that is what I've got for you today. So let's recap. We've got uh, number one, Bitcoin. Number two, Ethereum. Three, PayPal. Four is Ford. Five, NVIDIA. Number or week seven's pick is going to be McDonald's. We will be buying that uh, today, Monday. And uh, that's what I got for you guys. So as always, thanks for tuning in. Please make sure to like, subscribe and share. And I will catch you guys on Thursday's show.